Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty, and Betrayal. I'd like to talk about the powerful um, ramifications of betrayal. I did a two-hour show yesterday on my flagship station, 95.5 WSP Radio out of Atlanta, Georgia. We're at FM and AM station, AM 750. You can tune in every Sunday from 12 to 2 Eastern Standard Time for my live show. You can also catch it up on my website uh, as well as my radio station's website um, after it's aired. And that's WSPRadio.com as well as MonicaMatthews.com. Discussed yesterday the main takeaway for people from COVID-19 so far. And my callers, I, I wasn't able to get to everyone, but I am able to see a brief notation of what it is you would like to say, what it is uh, that you would like to add to the conversation, otherwise known as your comment. It is brief, um, but judging by some of the comments in my notation section yesterday, as well as the callers that I took on the air, as well as emails I've received and personal messages on direct messaging on social media, I dare say that many of us are dealing with the feeling of betrayal. We not only feel betrayed by our leaders who we have elected, we feel betrayed by our countrymen and women who have seemingly rolled over um, in response to absolute power and the decisions that have been made regarding our ability to not only exercise our constitutional rights, but to simply move about freely to prosper, all of that. Personal betrayal is something that I am no stranger to. I can tell you it wreaks havoc on not only your emotional, spiritual, mental, and definitely physical state. Uh, your health, your health becomes something, um, it becomes held hostage in a, in one regard or another. I found myself really just wanted to take time with each caller yesterday, especially the gentleman who called in from California, who has essentially shut his doors. As of two days ago, shut his trucking business doors. He was clearly very sad and distraught, um, a little bewildered. Didn't really know what he was going to do. What do you do when you're in problem-solving mode? You're bleeding out. Your bank account is emptying. Your options are narrowing. Everything is zooming in. You're getting that myopic, uh, you know, you're like the television set back in the 80s, 70s, 80s that went out in the middle of the night. And um, and you would see this, like this, I don't even know what it's called technically, but there's just this dot where it was like the zoom in on the TV. And then it was gone. The screen was gone. That's how betrayal affects the mind. When the, when you're already in crisis mode, 
when you're already in fix it mode, what do I do to stop the bleeding? What do I do to stop the pain? What do I do to help myself? What do I do to ensure my survival? When these things happen, it is nearly impossible to see the forest for the trees, through the trees, because of the trees, or in spite of the trees. I've seen it many, many years in ministry, and I've seen it in my own life. There is nothing more disappointing than having an expectation of an outcome, whether promised, imagined, or, you know, uh, very real in some seasons, and then just neglected, rejected, and otherwise abandoned, ultimately. There's nothing more detrimental to the human psyche, according to what I have witnessed in ministry, and I'm not a psychologist, I'm an ordained minister, and, and there's nothing more damaging to the, the human spirit than continued disappointment, than continued hope deferred, so much so that the Bible actually says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. Now, heart disease is the number one cause of death for women in the United States. What does that tell you? You might want to look into that. And my father was diagnosed with congestive heart failure. I'll never in my life forget helping him. He was so fragile by the time he passed. He was 88. But right around 86, we started with a physical therapy regimen that was really, it was taxing on him. You know, he was already older and on a lot of medications. And he was really, he, he was... He was on his way to going home to glory. He was fulfilling a promise he made to my daughter to live until she graduated high school. And he did exactly that uh, by a couple of months, actually. And, um, but he was getting out of the car one day and I was helping him turn to uh, reach for his walker and I was helping him stabilize. And, and my dad was like, I don't know what's wrong with me and my my heart, you know, I guess I just, just runs in the family and, you know, I guess my heart's just weak. And I was like, daddy, I don't think so. I think your heart is sick because it's been broken one too many times. And he said, broken. You do? I said, I do. I think your children have broken your heart so many times that it weakened your actual physical heart and he started to tear up because he knew what I was saying was true he may not have made the correlation and the connection between his physical heart and the trials that his children had put him through but he knew what I was saying on some level was not wrong there was a possibility of that now Betrayal. Betrayal. Betrayal of hope. Betrayal comes in many ways and shapes and forms. Betrayal, I think, manifests itself in the sense of um, disappointment. Um, again, hope deferred. 
when expectations are not met. As a, as a nation, we've had the expectation of, of safety, of, of being able to abide by our Constitution. We have, as of late, been assaulted on every level, at least for the past three years, for sure, in politics, where it is um, it has been a constant battle to maintain our very basic civil liberties uh, and to 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 be responsible curators of them, defending them um, in the face of a constant assault from our very own countrymen and women in the form of Congress and our United States Senate. It, it is a it is a nonstop battle for us. Now you introduce an, an, an invisible, uh, as far as I'm concerned, bioweapon. I, I don't know. I don't know why it was created in a lab. Now we know it was created in a lab. Most of us have always known it was created in a lab. Um, you know, but we're always dubbed the conspiracy theorists of the world. Fair enough. It's no longer a conspiracy once it's proven true, by the way. But this thing is unleashed. This this beast is unleashed. We were lied to. We were deceived by what what should be referred to is uh, as a superpower of this world. We were lied to for months. Why weren't our and and not only that, but we were neglected by our own intelligence community. And why did that happen? Because they were busy playing politics to impeach our president. They were busy defending it with hearings and trials and $30 million worth of an investigation that amounted to absolutely a giant, you know, nothing burger with a side of bat soup. So here we are as a nation. We have been abandoned by our leaders on so many different levels that at some point, you can't even you can't keep up with it because it would be too disheartening to do so. And then you add insult to injury of being trapped in your home while you literally watch your economy flush down the toilet with a smile on faces, promising that the economy is going to rebound and recover like never before. And in the meantime, we're all going to go into debt and we're going to like it because the government's going to write us checks that we get to pay for for the rest of our lives, as do our children and our grandchildren, our great, 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 great grandchildren. This assault, this constant assault against your psyche as a created being who is sensitive to the truth of a matter, who is sensitive to light, who, who is inclined to seek the truth and light in any given situation, it, it is not sustainable for the human psyche. So I want to ask you something from a social perspective. We have seen a lot of anger erupt, accusation, jealousy, craziness. Okay. I've seen this occur in, on, in social media world, uh, nightly news outlets, the accusations still fly, uh, nothing the president ever does is going to be good enough. If you're a Republican, you suck too. Uh, if you're not wearing your mask, you should be, you know, uh, you should be flogged on site. You should be reported. Uh, 
you know, how dare you want the economy to reopen because people could die. What about grandma? What about, you know, the, the, the old people, which we've already debunked. It's only older people that it, that it affects. Clearly it affects others. I mean, the assault again is so steep. So sociologically, we have a, we have a big issue on our hands and it's, and it's not going to end now. And I'm going to tell you how I know that. Because while our recession, the Great Recession lasted for the months that it did, the repercussions of having gone through a recession are still with us. How do I know that? Because we have a hundred million dollar opioid line item in our federal budget. We have been at war with drug companies, doctors, you know, cartels, you name it, right? There's always a war with something outside of ourselves and our own choices. And if you think for two seconds that this 22 million person job loss and climbing is not going to have gross astronomical, unimaginable, incomprehensible uh, ramifications. If you don't believe that, then you should probably just stay home (laughs) because it's coming. You're living in, in, in a delusional state. It's here. People are already soothing and self comforting with things that are going to continue to carry over because we're creating habits and not only, and we're creating habits from the mindset and the spirit set of despair. And that's what happens. And when you add the insult to the injury of betrayal by, by a government that we've jokingly said you can never trust, politicians we go, we vote for, we always make memes, we joke, haha, can't trust them. You know, you're as bad as a politician. You know, we, I mean, this, we know it, we know it. But until we see it to the point where it hurts, where we feel it, where we feel we've been betrayed the entire country at one time, not some people feel like they're being protected by their government. That's where some of you feel the betrayal towards your country, men and women who feel that way because they are infringing and encroaching upon your rights. Someone else's freedom, someone else's need to be safe is now encroaching upon your freedom and your need to actually put bread on your table and to pay your mortgage in your car note in the coming months. I predict, and I'm, and I'm not a, I'm not a monetary market. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not an analyst. I'm not a soothsayer. I do not have a crystal ball. I'm a very logical, reasonable mother. I think being a mother and having been a single widow for the past 21 years of my life has afforded me going through many levels of hell, bring being broke, busted and disgusted, learning a lot, being in the people business, as well as the entertainment industry. And what you learn is to connect the dots. You learn to accept the obvious. Some things just really are what they are. 
some situations really are just what they are. And some people really are what and who they are. So I want you to think about people not being able to pay their mortgages in the coming months, car notes, um, uh, medical bills. I mean, there are things, you know, your student loans, woohoo, you know, thank God for the stay of execution we have until what is it? September 30th, I think, you know, no, you're, you're, you're not due. Um, but I want you to think about, sure. Some of your mortgage companies have said, Hey, no problem. We know there's a national pandemic. There's a crisis, you know, we're going to lay off, we're going to lay off, you know, coming after your homes, your mortgage payment. Well, certainly not all of them, but some have some financial institutions have, what happens when they expect their mortgage bank, uh, mortgage payment as of September or October and you still haven't found a job? When 22 million people, eh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not really a numbers girl, but let's just say that, you know, over half of those people are still out of a job. Let's just say half of those people go back to work. So 11 million people, as it stands right now, are go back to work. But what about the other 11 million? What about the other 11 million people who can't make it? So what do you do with all of this? For me, I have to turn to my faith and I tend to go inward a little bit when I know that I've been betrayed, when I feel I've been betrayed, when betrayal has actually occurred, um, when it's not just something that you um, perceive it is a reality. I tend to go inward to lick my wounds and assess the situation. I deal with my emotions. I accept my emotions for what they are. I, and I'm going to give you some tools right now. I host a meeting of what a friend of mine calls my brain trust. I get in a quiet place and I get a pad and a piece of paper or my computer. And I sit down and I write out Who's at my table? Who is here for this conversation I'm having in my head right now? Who's here? What is it that I'm upset about? What feelings are here right now? What thought patterns are here right now? What am I meditating on? I mean, very simple, basic stuff. But I'm telling you, it helps to be able to take your personal agency back in the midst of a crisis you have no control over in the midst of betrayal by someone or something or someone's a group of people who you may or may not ever interact with but because of their decisions whether it's the Chinese the Chinese at this point betrayed the Chinese government betrayed all of us for that matter not just Americans they betrayed their own people because that's how they operate So there's been a giant universal betrayal. What do you do with that? My pointer to you is to sit down, hold a personal brain trust meeting. Who's there? Are they necessary for you to move forward? Can you make peace with some of these voices that are there at the table? 
This is never going to get better. God, what am I going to do? I'm too old. I'm too fat. I've never, I'm out of shape. I don't know. I, I, I have no prospects. I never graduated. I don't have a degree. Um, you know, so-and-so is younger. They're smarter. They already have people in that industry. So-and-so is not hiring. Can you move past all of the objections as to why you have something to hold on for? That's what I'm asking you to do. To sit with your thoughts and just be okay long enough to filter through them chew the meat spit out the bad actors put them off to the side you don't have to hate them you don't have to judge them harshly I'm not talking about making making peace with your demons I'm talking about recognizing you as a created human being to sit down at the table with your own thoughts and your own feelings weigh them against the truth if you are a Christian Weigh them against the truth to chew the truth, digest the truth, and spit out the lies. You do have a future. You do have a hope. You do have a provider. You do have a healer. You do have a friend. You do have an advocate. You do have a father. You do have someone and something that you can trust. You have something greater than yourself and your circumstances, greater than this country, greater than this president, greater than the worst failure of anyone in your life. You have that person. You have that Godhead that you can call upon and hold on for another day. If you don't have that in your life and the only thing you can count on is you, I would encourage you to still perform the same exercise. And this might be a good time for you to actually start to investigate a little bit in the faith realm. This world is not going to get any lighter. It will not happen. Any light that comes into this world, according to my faith, will be, um, will be emitted from you. If you are a believer, wherever you go, there the kingdom of heaven is. Whatever situation, whatever relationship, whatever boardroom, whatever bedroom, whatever kitchen, whatever grocery store, whatever car dealer, wherever you go, if you profess to be a Christian, there the kingdom of God goes with you. You should and can bring light with you, even in the darkest of times and especially. But if you are waiting for a golden parachute to fall out of the sky to turn this world and the way the world operates around, you are going to continue to live in a state of constant disappointment. And there's only so much a person's heart can take. All right, guys, thank you for joining me today. You can follow me on Twitter at Monica on your talk, Monty Matthews on Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher, I love hearing from you. You can send me your emails at monica at monicamatthews.com. I understand your disappointment. I'm here if you need someone to chat with, someone to answer your emails. I get it. I'm happy to pour whatever hope I have back into you. Um, we We can get through this thing together. Please remember not to make a permanent decision about your life in a temporary situation. If for whatever reason you are feeling hopeless to the point where you just think driving off a cliff is a better idea, 
is the be- is the better option for your family, for, you know, whatever it is you're struggling with, please know that that is a lie. That is not true. And 1-800-HOTLINE numbers for suicide hotline numbers are still functioning. They are very essential. People are there for you. So please do not make a permanent decision in a temporary situation. The rest of us need to prepare for the fallout from this virus. And, and I hope that you will take the time to sit down with your brain trust, not be afraid of yourself, chew the truth, spit out the lies, encourage yourself, encourage yourself in your own mirror and encourage others around you. Hold on to your hope. After all, as Christians, we say we serve the God of hope. Okay, until tomorrow, I love you. Be good to your neighbor beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.